Hi everyone, welcome back to another podcast. So in today's episode, I just wanted to talk about body confidence. This is a conversation I've been having with a lot of friends recently. It's a conversation I've been having with Paul, with myself. It's just been at the forefront of my mind. I feel like it's just an ongoing thing that you have to tackle in your life. Once you think you've tackled it, you've got it nailed, then something else comes your way and you've got to almost restart the journey again. So I just wanted to have like a girly chat, not necessarily me giving like the complete guide to having full body confidence for the rest of your life because that's just not realistic and also it's not something I've mastered myself (laughs) so I kind of just want it to be a fun open conversation if you are on YouTube then please do comment your thoughts down below because I think with things like this it's just nice to have a dialogue like whenever I feel down about the way I look and I speak to my family and my friends I realise that most of us feel this way. I'm not on my own and a lot of us have the similar feelings and just working through your feelings with someone else really, really helps. So hopefully listening to this podcast will really help you as well if it's something that you do struggle with. If you don't struggle with it, then seriously give your tips because I just, I don't think I've met anyone male or female who hasn't struggled with body confidence at some point in their life I think as females we often think it is a female issue because I think sometimes female marketing is much more based on perfection sorry Murphy's growling there excuse you it's the first time I've actually let Murphy in the room while I'm doing a podcast because he is he is prone to a little growl here and there but we'll just put up with it because it's cold and I want him to be cozy in a blanket so yeah I think historically we think that body confidence is a female issue because of marketing and things being airbrushed but actually I think men really do struggle as well and men if you look at magazines they've all got six packs they've all got the same body type so I'm going to talk about it from a female perspective today because that is the only thing I can really talk on because I am female (laughs) so hopefully you will enjoy this so I want to start with how I've been feeling at the moment. So I have been struggling at the moment. When I say at the moment, I mean the last maybe six months, the last couple of weeks I've been better because of some of the tips and conversations I'm going to talk about today. But I did the very typical thing of gaining loads of weight after my wedding and it's so so common and I thought I wasn't going to do it because when I was being healthier before my wedding I really thought that I was in a good frame of mind I'd set some really healthy um, lifestyle patterns I was going on my bike I was not dieting too hard and I think that was key Um, actually it wasn't key because I gained it back (laughs) they say it's key Um, but it was key at the time for me being able to lose the weight in a way that just felt like mentally okay for me it wasn't like a strain it wasn't a fad diet so because of that I think I set the expectations that I have set my new lifestyle now going forward and I think after the wedding well you go on honeymoon and you just eat loads of food and you're celebrating and then without realizing it I was just falling back into old patterns I stopped going on my bike stopped exercising as much definitely got a lot more takeaways I love a takeaway like so much like if you told me I couldn't have a takeaway for a month, 
I would really really struggle and I know that's bad especially in today's climate with the cost of living but I think me and Paul as a couple we really bond over food like we both are massive foodies and something we've always loved to do ever since we got together is get a takeaway because there's something just cozy about it you can stick on a film watch something together you don't have to cook there's none of that and Paul works really long hours as well so I think sometimes when he gets in from work the idea of being able to spend that time together not cooking not cleaning is just so attractive (laughs) so I fell into that trap a lot and I piled all the weight that I lost back on plus a little bit more so then it comes to two different things one I have to accept a new body and two you have to deal with those feelings of disappointment like I thought I had this nailed I thought this was going to be my new lifestyle and then you have those feelings like oh I'm so undisciplined I'm so unmotivated other people can stick to healthy lifestyles why can't I so there's so many things that go around your mind because you feel disappointed in both the way you look and both the way you feel about yourself and how you speak to yourself about what type of person you essentially are so I was essentially telling myself I was lazy unmotivated And that's just not true. Like, (laughs) I think the thing is, as humans, we go through phases, we go up and down in our weight. Sometimes we lean on food more, especially for me when there's emotional things going on. I love food, it makes me happy. So, when I'm feeling a little bit down, food is something I do lean towards. And I know they say not to do that, but realistically, I think that is so unrealistic to say to someone you can never use food as an emotional comfort it's just not realistic in the society we live in food is used for celebration it's used for so many different things so I think for me it is unrealistic to tell myself I'm never going to use food as emotional comfort again so that is how I have been feeling on top of that I think the pressures of social media have been getting to me just a little bit so I'm different to other people so when you talk about body confidence and social media people say not to follow accounts that make you feel a certain way and I definitely recommend doing that if you're following a load of like shredded fitness people and that's just not an attainable um, body goal for you then yes 100% don't follow it I think I've done this for years I, I don't follow people anymore who do make me feel that way so I don't really have that pressure my pressure comes from I do YouTube myself and I think I mentioned this in the recent vlog and I made a joke out of it sometimes seeing yourself in different angles especially from the behind we are not used to seeing our bodies from behind so when I do a vlog and I go to edit it that's when I feel myself looking at my body very critically and I find that quite a struggle and I think it's a struggle as well of why sometimes I'm not 100% consistent on YouTube because if I'm not feeling good about myself I know going to edit that video where I film myself cleaning all different angles then it might stir up those feelings but when I'm in a good frame of mind and it might not even be that I look any different at all it's just my frame of mind I can handle it so it's just it's bizarre but I think when it comes to social media definitely cut yourself a little bit of slack they do say the camera adds like five pound pictures are the worst thing that's the other thing that really triggers me when it's all right when I'm taking a selfie because I know my angles but when someone else takes a picture of me that feeling of seeing it back I think this is something everyone can relate to as well you're just like 
I felt good about myself tonight and now I've seen that picture and now I feel awful and I think that's super super common so remember pictures they do lie especially when they are taken by people who don't know your angles which is essentially everyone (laughs) so a lot of people do take pictures that might highlight areas of ourselves that we prefer to keep hidden and really aren't that obvious but because we're so self-critical as soon as we see a picture of ourselves our eyes will just go to the one area that we feel so insecure about for me it's my face I feel like I've got a chubby face okay (laughs) I feel like I've got like quite chubby cheeks and quite a full um like chin so I always feel really conscious that my face looks just like really full so I'm trying to embrace that Paul always says to me it's a good thing it makes you look youthful makes you look happy so I try and view myself through his eyes and I think that really helps the other thing on social media as well is I went through a phase once where I followed a lot of body confidence accounts and I think you need to be honest with yourself about whether that's helping for me I realized by the end of following them for about it was probably about a year I followed a lot of accounts that they were putting the focus on the way I looked even though it was meant to be positive and it was spinning in a positive direction it was still lots of pictures of very glamorous gorgeous really pretty women in these like amazing locations on beaches and I was supposed to feel better about myself because they were taking a picture of like a little body roll (laughs) and for me it just it just didn't work it put the focus far too much on the way you look again and personally for me my favorite catchphrase I like to use about body confidence to remind myself is how you look is the least important thing about you so I think those body confidence accounts they really put the focus on the way you look again rather than the way you act the way you treat people so I unfollowed them in the end the other thing is they really focused on the feeling and the thought that um, getting your body out and showing more skin is empowering and it will make you feel better about yourself personally for me I'm not talking for everyone that's just not the case I am more comfortable covering my body I think I'm naturally quite like a modest person when it comes to showing my body so having that pressure that I'm not empowered unless I'm like showing off my stomach and all of these things just actually really got to me personally for me when I go to a beach I am most comfortable I mean it's rare I go to a beach let's face it I live in England and rarely go on holiday but when I do hypothetically (laughs) I like to wear a swimsuit and then like a little sarong that just covers like the top of you know your bum your thighs all that and that makes me feel so much better about myself than if I was wearing a really skimpy bikini because that's just not me just be true to who you are if you feel comfortable in a tiny thong bikini then go for it but if you don't then don't feel bad about covering up as well so in my little notebook here where I've wrote down all the things I'm going to say I now go on to tips the tip section but I feel like I've covered a lot of tips already but I'm going to get into it anyway um so the first thing I've written down is body acceptance so I've heard a lot about this so rather than trying to be body confident the idea is that you're trying to just accept it so you're trying to be like neutral about it and I think that's a lot more attainable than being super body confident all the time like whoa go me like that's just not I don't know I feel like it's quite dramatic it's quite a dramatic way to look at it and especially I'm a Brit like us Brits we're not as like well I mean I am but traditionally we're not like as emotional and out there um with our feelings I I don't mean to offend anyone (laughs) from like different cultures I don't don't mean what am I saying anyway 
now Murphy's growling. Um, uh, yeah, essentially what I'm trying to say is for me, my personality type, being um, super body confident all the time, just it's just not possible for me. So body being body neutral is kind of what I just spoke about, about your body being the least important part of yourself. So I think I was watching This Morning, which is a breakfast television show in the UK, and there was someone called Gokwan. If you know Gokwan, like I love him. He was the start of like, I would say the start of the body confidence revolution. So he did this show about how to look good naked and it was about basically just accepting how you look naked. And he said on this morning, a couple of weeks ago, um, someone did a phone in, I think it was, where she just said that she just hates the way she looked. And he asked her um, how often you look at yourself in the mirror, like naked or otherwise, just with less clothes. And she was like, never, like I completely avoid mirrors. And I think sometimes that's a good idea if you're just going through like a phase of something that's gonna go really quickly. So maybe you've got eczema and you've got a flare up and you're just trying to avoid seeing that. But if this is the body that you are gonna live in forever, then I think it's a really good idea to just start accepting it, looking at it, getting familiar with it. And that's kind of the point he was making that if you never look at yourself, how are you exposed to how are you supposed to accept it? You're not. So I think that's number one is try looking at yourself more and just accept it. You don't have to feel like over the moon about the way you look. You just have to feel neutral. Tip number two, which I've already kind of touched on a lot, is that you're more than your body. I think with society nowadays, there is such a focus on the way we look. And I don't think it's just a modern thing. I think it has been like through the ages as well. Another thing that has really helped me is I watched a video. Um, I'm so sorry, I've completely forgotten who made it, but it was about um, the body standards through the years, how it's changed through the years. And it really helped me because it showed that it's constantly changing like ages ago it was the bigger the better because then it was showing that you could afford to buy food essentially and eat. So back in the day, it was about being as big as possible. Then there was that craze with Kate Moss and all those supermodels that were stick thin and everyone wanted to be stick thin. Then it was about having a big bum and it's just like constantly, constantly changing. So I think understanding the body goals and perfection is constantly changing. So to be perfect and to be the best version of ourselves, we can't focus on that because it's constantly changing and you'll get to the perfect body for this year and then next year it'll be completely different. So instead of that, let's focus on something other than our body. So how we treat people, what we physically do with our time, things like that. I think that is a really good way to just put things in perspective, just be like, okay, it's just my body. It's just the thing that carries me around. And actually I'm really thankful that it carries me around being actually grateful for what your body does for you is a really good way to look at things. The other point I wanted to make as well is that I think it's okay to care about the way you look as well. I know that contradicts what I've just said, but we do live in a society where we do care. We do care about what we look. And I think it's okay to care about what you look like as long as it's not negatively impacting your mental health. So how I feel about this is if you're feeling down about the way you look, tell yourself all those amazing things that I've just said about it doesn't matter I'm more important the way I look but also you can do little things to make you feel better so for example as women we are lucky to have makeup I love makeup whenever I'm feeling a bit 
blur I just slap a load of makeup on if you're watching on YouTube you'll probably notice I've got a load of makeup slapped on today <laughs> and I just love it there's something about sitting down to do my makeup that makes me feel artsy and then at the end of it I do just feel good about myself and also your hair there's other ways you can go about making yourself feel better that doesn't include a fad diet or dropping a load of weight you can make yourself feel amazing and glamorous by just doing your hair and your makeup as well I like to, going back to social media just for a second, I like to follow people who are actually bigger than me because when I see people who are bigger than me, I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, they look amazing. <laughs> and I think sometimes it's nice to see women who have a different body shape to me who maybe isn't 100% what is classed as body perfection these days what even is it but it's nice to see women like that who I think look amazing and they've done it through amazing outfit hair and makeup and it kind of just reminds me that you don't have to have a certain body size to look amazing so I've just touched on outfits a little bit but I just want to touch on this when your weight fluctuates which it inevitably will do make sure your wardrobe suits your current body shape so when you gain a lot of weight make sure you don't have loads of things in your wardrobe that are too small for you because that is a constant reminder that you've gained weight you might even then try it on it'll press into your body it'll be uncomfortable if you've gained weight and you can afford it allow yourself a small budget just to get things that make you feel better in your new body now and just I think Murphy's snoring now so sorry if you can hear that yeah, he's snoring. <laughs> um, yeah, allow yourself a little budget just to get a few things that make you feel good. You are allowed to feel good whatever size you are. So allow yourself to just spend the money that you have. It doesn't have to be expensive. You know I'm a huge fan of charity shops. I need to do another charity shop haul on my YouTube channel. Anyway, and then my last point, this is going to be a little bit controversial. So <laughs> just brace yourself. I don't want to offend anyone, but this is something that has helped me so what has helped me is addressing the issue at hand the issue at hand is the reason I've gained loads of weight as I mentioned is because I was eating loads of takeaways I stopped exercising and I was feeling rubbish about myself I have noticed that how I feel about myself directly correlates to my lifestyle so even if I haven't lost any weight and I have two days where I'm a bit more active and I eat really well immediately my mindset changes and I feel better about myself so I think it's not talked about a lot in the body confidence space it's just about accepting what you've got and not trying to change it but I think approaching things from love and not trying to hate your body and change it out of hate and the focus doesn't even have to be on changing your body the focus can be do you know what I feel rubbish about myself because I genuinely have been really unhealthy and being honest with yourself about that and then just doing small steps here and there just to put a healthy lifestyle in place this does not mean to go on a fad diet any ridiculous low calorie diets or anything like that or even kill yourself in the gym I'm talking about literally just a 30 minute walk and three healthy meals a day don't worry about calories for now just eat stuff that makes you feel good and I think sometimes just directly addressing it does help for me personally 
I feel rubbish about myself when I stick my head in the sand and I don't approach the issue at hand so I like to just get on with things really and I think if you're doing the steps to make sure you're looking after yourself then whatever you look like at that weight is something we should work to accept so I think if you can put those things in place where do you know what I'm eating well I am fairly active, I've got an alright lifestyle, it doesn't have to be perfect, whatever you look like at that size is okay. So whatever I look like, personally for me, what is attainable is I've joined the gym again, so I'm going to the gym maybe, I would say two or three times a week, that's enough for me right now eating fairly okay and then at weekends I do have a cheeky little takeaway because I just can't you can't take that away from me okay so whatever I look like now with all that bear in mind that is what I have to accept so that is everything I have to say on this topic and I will probably think of more things later because that always happens whenever I sit down to do like a podcast like this and talk about my thoughts I'm always editing it thinking you should have said that there or that was a rubbish point I'm definitely going to cringe about my point about Brits being um non-emotional but hey I've said it now (laughs) so if you have anything to add to the discussion then I'll be uploading this onto YouTube and um podcast um Spotify and Apple Podcasts um but the conversation hopefully I'm hoping people are going to comment on YouTube and just start a little bit of a dialogue a little bit back and forth I was feeling this way this helped me um or even just thoughts on what I've said that would be really nice so hopefully you have enjoyed this podcast and I will see you in the next one Mm -hmm.